In the large arc of history told in the Torah, the Israelite people enslaved for hundreds of years in Egypt come out of slavery to freedom in the promised land through the wilderness. In fact, the majority of the Torah is spent neither in Egypt nor in Israel. Rather, it is spent wandering in the wilderness. From crossing the sea in the book of Exodus, chapter 14, through all of Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, the children of Israel travel, pray, rebel, receive revelation and laws, fight wars, establish systems for justice, and live out most of their lives in the wilderness. There, on the road between slavery and freedom, there in transition, there in the wilderness, that's where they lived. It's where we live, too. It's where I live. Everywhere I look, I see transition. The end of 5773 tonight marks the end of my first full Jewish year as a rabbi in this community. It was an amazing, challenging, full and action-packed first year, but looking to the year that begins tonight, it is hard for me to identify an area in our communal life that is not in transition. People have been talking to me about these transitions. I have heard the worry in their voices. I have seen the concern on their faces. Change is hard. This year, 5774, marks Beth Torah's 25th anniversary. We will gather this fall on November 1st through the 4th to appreciate what we have been and celebrate what we have accomplished in our first 25 years and imagine and delight in what can come in the next 25. I am particularly excited for our transition to a new Beth Torah Torah scroll. Since our high holiday season last year, I have been sharing verses for our Read, Learn, Write campaign in the Takiya. The final verses will come out in time for all 25 to be ready to celebrate our 25th anniversary. And from that reading, learning, and writing, we will move to scribing our own Torah scroll. For the first time in our history at Beth Torah, we will have a Torah scroll created by and for our community, writing our Torah with the guiding hand of our sofer, our scribe, will be a new experience for me and perhaps for you also. Together, we will fulfill the 613th mitzvah of the Torah to write our own Torah. And there will be lots of opportunities and lots more information coming to you soon. So look out for hints and treats and surprises during this year of transition. Another transition is in our programming life. Over the past year, our programming model has begun the transition from a top-down approach to a more grassroots affinity model. In a culture of citizens where we are known, accepted, and safe, 
Programs rise into life in a collaborative, organic way through affinity groups. Citizens of Beth Torah have ideas about what is missing in their lives, about what they would like to see in the life of our community, and they partner with each other in groups of friends or family, and together they create the programs that will fulfill their Jewish lives and in the process are refashioning Beth Torah. But of all the transitions going on at Beth Torah in 5774, the one most on our minds is the start of our rabbi transition. There is no bigger change in the life of our community than the transition of leadership from Mark Levin, our founding rabbi, to other rabbinical leadership. Change is coming this year, and speaking for myself, it is hard to imagine this pulpit without him. But in this year of transition, we have a gift as Jews because our tradition is a tradition of change. Our ancestors faced tough transitions and found their way, whether the temple was destroyed by Babylonians or Romans, whether we were carried from Israel into captivity or expelled from England in 1290 or Spain in 1492 or confined to a ghetto in Italy, a melech in Morocco or the Pale of Settlement in Russia, our people have seen suffering and forced transitions where to live, what was possible to own or do in business and industry, hard changes. Those Jews looked to our tradition for comfort in those times of transition, just as we can today. The archetypal story of transition for Jews and lessons for managing change begins in the Torah, in the wilderness, transitioning from slavery to freedom. There is a name for this in-between transitional state, liminal. The word liminal comes from the word limin. Limin means threshold, literally the plank, stone, or piece of timber that lies under a door. It is the place you stand when you are neither inside nor outside. It is the quintessential in-between transitional place. It is where the Israelites were when they wandered in the wilderness. We are in a liminal time in our community, too. However, when Jews cross a limin, a threshold, there is a blessing and a comfort at that place, a mezuzah. On its most basic level, the custom of hanging a mezuzah on a doorpost comes from a commandment recited in the Ve'ahapta, as we did tonight. To write these words on your doorposts of your house and upon your gates. These words are the Shema, declaring God's unity and Ve'ahapta, commandments to love God, follow God's laws, and teach these traditions to your children. But Hanging a mezuzah has much more attached to it than simply following the commandment from the Torah. Many cases for mezuzot have the letter shin inscribed on them, or even the word shaddai, shin dalit yud, meaning almighty. 
They are commonly inscribed on the outside of the rolled scroll within the mezuzah. Both the shin alone and the word Shaddai are abbreviations for the same term, Shomer de la Tot Yisrael, guardian of the doors of Israel. There is a common belief that the mezuzah has a protective power. The first time the word mezuzah is mentioned in the Torah, it is the night before the Israelites are to escape from Egypt, the night of the 10th plague, death of the firstborn, their first liminal night, set to leave, but not yet gone. The Israelites are instructed to gather together in their homes for a hurried lamb dinner. They are to take the blood of the lamb and place it on the doorposts, the mezuzot, and on the lintel, the top of the doorway. The blood is to be a sign that the plague should not enter their homes. And that protective element is linked to our mezuzot today, because in that time, the protection was only blood. And in our time, the scroll at our door contains 10 names of God. Many people have the custom of kissing the mezuzah, touching it with their hand and kissing their hand, much like touching the Torah during a hakafah, whether for mystical reasons about protection or for the practical reason of showing respect to God's name or to words from Torah. Many people connect to blessing and holiness through the mezuzah at the doorway, our own personal transitional place. For our Beth Torah community, I hope that the Torah scroll we write together this year will be our comfort, blessing, and connection to holiness through this liminal time of transition. May we come together as a community over this new Torah scroll with each one of us making our mark literally, as we each make our mark on this community figuratively. But mezuzah is not the only Jewish wisdom for liminal times. The Torah teaches a lesson about transitions in the closing chapters of the book of Genesis as the patriarchal period of the lives of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and his sons comes to an end and the story of the whole children of Israel is poised to begin. Dr. Nahum Sarna, who wrote the commentary in the JPS Torah commentary on Bereshit, on Genesis, wrote about the parallels and connections and the transitions in Abraham's life, Jacob's life, and Moses's life. He writes, Famine drove Abraham to Egypt. Now famine impels his grandson in the same direction. Abraham's career opened with a divine revelation. Jacob's closes with a similar experience. Jacob's odyssey began at Beersheba. It fittingly concludes with a revelation at the same place. The divine voice will not be heard again until the advent of Moses. Through this comment, we can begin to see how the narrative of the Torah creates bridges between the beginning and the end. There is a bridge of famine, of revelation, and of place of Beersheba. Even the end of the patriarchal period is linked to the beginning of the new leadership of Moses by the sound of God's voice. The end of freedom is linked to its new beginning. We have 
our own bridges appearing before us. The 25th anniversary bridges our past to our future. Our new Torah will come with us from this transitional time to our future, and our traditions will bridge us. Our month at restart, our blood drives, our choir, our chili cook-off, Joel's ride, the golf tournament, our affinity groups, our hover rope, our staff, our lay leadership, our wider religious school faculty, our committed volunteers from Shalom Squad on Friday nights, to those who get our tequila ready for mailing, to the volunteers in every other place and program in our community, because volunteers are our lifeblood. We are our own bridge. We are the community we need to bridge and navigate this time of transition. Reb Nachman of Bretzlov, the great-grandson of the Baal Shem Tov, a major figure in the development of the Hasidic movement and the founder of Bretzlov or Hasidism, taught an important lesson about bridges. He taught, Kol ha'olam kulo gesher tsar me'od lo lefached klau. The whole world is a very narrow bridge but the most important thing is not to be afraid. For us, this message means don't focus on the worries about everything that is changing and in transition. Focus on what to do next. On this liminal bridge to our future, put one foot in front of the other. Take it easy on yourself. Take time to look at the blessings around you during this year. It's hard to notice blessings around you and in front of you when you are only looking behind yourself. Truly, we can't expect what is in front of us to be the same as what came before. So, lo lefached klal, don't be afraid of our transitions help to build up this bridge. And remember, in case you have not seen it yet, it is written on a poster suspended from the ceiling in our ulam that Reb Nachman was also famous for saying, if you believe breaking is possible, believe fixing is possible. And that is a deeply Jewish view. How we understand changes and transitions makes all the difference. We get a chance to prepare ourselves and resolve how to understand the future. Is change good or bad? Is fixing possible? Is a mezuzah, a Torah, an anniversary celebration, a bridge of community going to help us and strengthen us when we are feeling lost and overwhelmed by transition? Lord Jonathan Sachs, former chief rabbi of the United Hebrew Congregations of the Commonwealth for 22 years, stepped down from that role this past Sunday. Rabbi Sachs writes about his view of change and how all Jews view change in his book, Future Tense, Jews, Judaism, and Israel in the 21st Century. He writes, Jews do not give way to defeat or despair. They are the people of hope. The Chinese ideogram for crisis also means opportunity. 
Perhaps that is why Chinese civilization has survived for so long. However, Hebrew is more hopeful still. The word for crisis, mashber, also means a childbirth chair. The Jewish reflex is to see difficult times as birth pains. Something new is being born. How you view our shared transitions makes all the difference. Are we at crisis or are we birthing the next stage of our communal life? The Jewish reflex asks for hope, excitement, and joy over what new achievements and possibilities will come in the next 25 years. But for the meantime, we are in transition. And we will wander this year in our wilderness, our communal, liminal space. We must remember that there, it was there in the wilderness that the Israelites encountered revelation and truth. And there, where they encountered miracle. In our year, we will create our Torah. We will celebrate our first 25 years with Rabbi Mark Levin, and we will build our bridges to Beth Torah's future without fear, knowing that these pains are the pain of something new being born. May this year of transition, 5774, be a year of truth and of miracle. May our transitions be filled with the wisdom of Torah, May we be able to make meaning during this time, and may we find comfort as things change and begin anew. May you be inscribed for a good and sweet new year.